you are listening to the India Solo podcast wherein every episode we bring travelers and adventurers from all over the world and present to you their stories of journey through India so stay inspired to make the most out of your next trip stay tuned hello namaste and welcome to yet another exciting episode of India Solo a podcast dedicated to helping you enhance your next travel experience through India I am your host Rubal Mehta. I am an architect, dancer, a writer, a driver for my parents and a beanbag for my brother. For those of you wondering where did the original host Rohan disappear? Well, um I eliminated him uh, from the scene and snatched his podcast. Yeah. I loved his work so much when I recorded my episode with him that I took over Don't worry no animals were harmed during the making of this episode Rohan may have been While we are still discovering twists in the tale let me welcome another one in this episode Our guest for today is very special as he is a food blogger above everything else a film school graduate avid traveler and a complete food lover Here I welcome Siddharth Keswani Hey Siddharth how are you Hi I'm good how are you I'm doing very well thank you for making to this episode I am very excited for this particular episode because I'm assuming we're going to hear a lot about food but uh, before we actually delve into those details how about you just briefly introduce yourself to us Hi everyone I'm Siddharth Keswani I'm a food blogger I like everything about food that's why I chose to be a food blogger in the first place I have been into food from like the very start. I have a picture of me. My mom told me that you were a chef from like class sixth or something because I used to go up in the kitchen and just cook. Wow! And uh, I also tried to get myself into the space of films. So I am a film graduate as well. Yeah, that's a very interesting combination. uh so apparently for you uh, food the journey of food began very early on but what got you into blogging um actually filmmaking got me into blogging okay um, so i was into mumbai and uh, i used to travel for food like always but i got to know from my friends that there is these pages who promote food so one of these pages was good food in mumbai yeah. and i messaged them that I can be the one who can create content for you video content for you because I was doing film I was studying in film school so I knew how to use cameras I have my own DSLR I can make really good videos I can also edit so yeah. I asked them and they asked me to come over to have a tea and then we got into a deal that I'll make videos for them and they'll introduce me to the blogging and all that so wow. I was like okay and that was the first time i got into food blogging completely not completely because i didn't knew what i was going to do but still um they got me to places a lot of places actually and that's how i realized that this is a world of people who come together and review and eat and talk about food that's amazing i really like that story of how you discovered blogging it was like one skill leading to another that's great one interesting story uh, which brings me to um the food space is that the first time i was there in a bloggers table so basically what happens is these restaurants 
ask you to come to their uh, place and they give you free food in exchange of a review okay right so you have to go there and eat their food and judge their food and then write a review and then that's how it works uh-huh so uh, i i was pretty much scared on my first blogger's table because okay. i didn't really know what, what was going to go so i had like 2000 rupees in my pocket and then i went to the place and then i ordered uh, till 2000 rupees only because i don't know yeah. why i was thinking that uh, the owner or the manager will ask me for money because okay. that's how generally happens right you go there eat food and pay for it yes. but this time it was different um uh, the uh, the owner came specially for me and uh, she suggested me to try all these things she she suggested me to um she talked about a lot of teas so basically it was a tea cafe and they had a different concept that uh, tea can be uh, used in a way much things like it can be used for medicinal purposes it can also be used for healing purposes and all that so that was a tea cafe amazing you said tea and you said free food and i'm totally sold on this i'm changing my career <laughs> okay <laughs> all right that sounds very interesting um so okay let's just start i'm really pumped which place are you taking us to today um a place where you can eat and wear chicken at the same time okay <laughs> i am talking and about lucknow awesome Okay I whatever little I know about Lucknow I know that it's charming and I'm sure we're going to find out more about it So uh tell me yeah. why Lucknow why is it important to you and uh, what interests you about Lucknow It's a special place to me as this is the place I grew up it's my hometown Okay I can also eat chicken and wear chicken by that I mean that uh, there is a special kadai means the work Yeah so uh, there are lucknow you can have kurtas of kurtas and chicken kadai is very famous in lucknow yeah i i was just saying that i've seen colorful dupattas with a lot of chicken work on them i guess yes yes that that's exactly what i was talking about great great interesting word play as well i mean we have two chickens in lucknow <laughs> <laughs> All right so um let's try and uh, go through lucknow and uh, you know learn from you uh, like what can we do in lucknow and uh, what like how much time would it take for us to discover lucknow and i think nobody else can tell us better than you can so well um i'm still discovering lucknow to be very honest because this place has uh, really a lot of things to offer you but if you want to come to lucknow and just experience the most iconic things at the same time most intriguing things i think around a two or three day trip would be suffice for you so where do we start when we uh, you know when we visit lucknow what all should we do how should we go about it well actually i was talking to my mom about this that what's the best time to come to lucknow Okay and she suggested me that the best time to come to lucknow is when lucknow mahotsav happens lucknow mahotsav is around uh, the month of march or february it depends it it currently sh- it, it shifts shifts a lot so uh, the best time is around february or march okay. you can also check it online lucknow mahotsav's website when it's going to happen then you can plan your trip so okay yeah. what happens in the lucknow mahotsav it's accumulation of all these small vendors with beautiful 
kadai work chicken work and a plethora of food items all over the place it's like a big area where you can come it's like a if, if you want if you want to uh, spend a day like mm. 24 hours in lucknow mahotsav you can do that that's wow. how big it is amazing that's amazing it sounds colorful even as you describe it and it's like you get all the best places in one you know in one and, spot and it's pretty cheap as well oh, i wow. mean for around 30 or 40 rupees you can go on a ride for like 60 rupees you can also have these beautiful kebabs and all that i mean if you want to talk if you if you want me to talk about food i can start right now yeah yeah please go ahead we are all about food <laughs> before that um, i would like to tell you that um lucknow you can also go to also with just an event let's say if someone doesn't want to come around february or march then where should people go when they want to have those exact same items yeah right so right. um i have things for both non veg and veg lovers because in my profession i find a lot of people who like to eat veg and who like yeah. to eat non veg so that's yes. why i've included a lot of non veg items as well as veg items that's it thoughtful thank you go ahead <laughs> starting from my personal favorite if we talk about chaat mhm so may you can have basket chaat or okay tokdi chaat right how is so, like um, why I, is it basket chaat i'm, I'm chart? just going to describe you uh-huh. um, what exactly is the chaat chote chote aloo ke pieces hote hain usko katu बना देते हैं मतलब उसको फ्राई कर देते हैं और उसको कटोरी बना देते हैं उसकी तो उसकी बास्केट बन जाती है एंड उसके ऊपर थोड़ी सी हरी चटनी और पॉमोग्रेनेट और फ्रेश कोरियांडर लीव्स एंडफुलट आता है Wow. and one person can not complete it i can imagine <laughs> i love chaat and now i'm just tempted to eat more <laughs> and that's just basket chaat oh god what's so next so this is in hazrat ganj okay hazrat ganj hazrat ganj is a very heritage place in lucknow okay uh, people come in hazrat ganj to spend good time uh, with family and friends people can mm-hmm. eat this tokri chaat or basket chaat in royal cafe okay royal cafe mm-hmm. yeah so people who walk in ganj are known to be ganjing that sounds a very weird word i know but ganjing means walking around hazrat ganj and exploring the place oh great is there uh, what else is there to see in hazrat ganj and what uh, what in like what is included in ganjing so ganjing involves a lot of walking around the streets in hazrat ganj okay and uh, so there is this love lane you can go there and uh, grab street market clothes okay so it's for the love of shopping and everything else <laughs> exactly you can also there is this beautiful place as chicken market over there as well in hazrat ganj okay so you can go there and uh, uh, have chicken kadai kurtas and all that all right Yes, Hazrat Ganj is like a hub of Lucknow where people come to uh, to do shopping. Okay, all right. So Hazrat Ganj is a must go to when you visit Lucknow. Yes, and uh, talking about the non-veg lovers, I would like to suggest the most. I mean, the thing which I 
eat always mm. melts in my mouth is okay. galauti kebab at Ooh. tunde kebabi okay my favorite <laughs> now tunde kebabi has made these galauti kebabs for more than a more than like 100 years wow that's a long time okay and they use more than 100 spices in their mix oh okay to make a single kebab that's my and that's very special mhm that's that's why whenever you eat the authentic tunde kebab mm. they just go in your mouth and melts like butter seriously like butter wow okay so what is a good place to get some really good tunde kebab the best place and the most authentic place is aminabad where the tunde kebab actually was born okay the first outlet was in aminabad only okay yeah. can you tell us the name again aminabad okay yeah and if you are in aminabad i would like you to go and eat makhan malai as well makhan malai yeah tell us about that and so makhan malai is like a froth mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful way to make malai really tasty mm-hmm. and eatable okay it's very light it's, it's like uh, have you seen that i'm not getting the name exactly cotton candy yeah Oh, right. that cotton candy right? yeah it's very fluffy at the same time it's very uh, light on your palate yes so makhan malai is exactly that but with milk okay and it has butter so, i'm assuming it it is exactly like butter but and makhan malai is made with a hint of kesar okay so when you eat it you get a after taste of kesar which just blows your mind that's amazing and uh, makhan malai is really cheap you for for like 100 grams you can have for 20 bucks wow that's that's treasure yeah. <laughs> if you going want to see uh, makhan malai will be served with a, a very thin layer of silver and almonds on it that's great silver and almonds amazing If you are in Aminabad and Chowk, you can also go for Nalli Nihari. Okay, Nihari as in uh, it's non-vegetarian, right? Yeah, Nalli Nihari is non-vegetarian. You can find it in Rahim's. Rahim's, Rahim's is yeah, Rahim ki. If you are in Chowk, you can go for Rahim ki Nihari. Rahim okay. Nihari is an authentic place where um, people like to eat beef. Hmm. only place in lucknow you can have legal beef great yes people actually i mean uh, being a food blogger i have been there and i have tried it and the best time to try it in the morning at 5 am oh okay why is that why is that because they just nalli and they serve with a beautiful thing um, kulcha and okay. shrimal Ah, all so right. Shrimal, I think you know the orange color bread. Yes, yes. Yeah, so shrimal, you should try shrimal sometime because shrimal is again, I mean it's like hot cakes. It's so fresh. Nalli Nihari is so fresh and shrimal is so fresh that it's like an experience in itself. That's great. I'm so visiting Lucknow next. <laughs> all right. So, uh all I talk about food 
um where else do we go if we want to experience some heritage or just uh, you know just actually see the real lucknow um well if you want to actually see lucknow mm-hmm. you should see how the people talk ah okay you should actually meet the locals right because people are nice in lucknow first of all i mean um, to be very honest if they also cuss, they curse with a really in a really polite way okay <laughs> which we call it tehzeeb tehzeeb ha people in lucknow are really very i mean they have a lot of tehzeeb that's what i can say because um, you might have heard the saying lucknow ke nawabi aaye hain ha so lucknow people are actually pam they actually for you because they feel the the guest is the god that's great and you will actually see people saying hum instead of me ah hum so generally exactly so if you want to say something you'll say aap yahan se mat jaiye humko yahan se jaane dijiye ah okay so, so if i say something actually, like if i say something like tum ya tu will they like look down upon me or something <laughs> they'll not look down upon you but they definitely is gonna gonna judge you okay <laughs> that's their kind of judging and i think it's legit i mean uh, mumbai actually changed me in that sense because right. <laughs> uh, in mumbai people don't use hum they they look down upon you if you use hum <laughs> and people here if you uh, say tum or tu they are actually they, like why are you are you trying to cast me over because that's <laughs> well, lethal yeah. language you know right well india is a land of different cultures and i think each have a charm of their own and that's the best about it because if we travel you get to know a lot of cultures and that's the best about tra- that's the best part about traveling yes it is yes All right so I am personally curious about Lucknow because as an architect I was made to study it and I'm not even complaining so I know a little bit about Lucknow but I really would love for you to tell me more and tell, tell us all more about it so I know about a couple of things one is uh, there's a huge uh, gate it's some darwaza and there's a bada imam wala there uh yeah. i think it's called the bhool bhulaiya so i would love Bhul to hear bhulaya. about all that from you because i think you can tell us best so there is there are these two places in lucknow where you should actually come and see mm-hmm. so one is rumi darwaza right yeah rumi darwaza is nothing but a very big darwaza mm-hmm. it's like a very big gate and it's like an open gate okay which was used to guard bada imam bara ah okay yeah and bada imam bara a place i mean it's the world's not the world's biggest but i don't know it, it's it's a very big bhool bhulaiya okay have you ever got lost I've been there personally <laughs> more than 10 times okay and uh, i haven't been able to figure out what's the best way to completely get out of the bhool bhulaiya oh so what do you do then you you always have guides okay always you always have guides because there was a time um, before the lockdown that if you don't have a guide side with you you are not mm-hmm. allowed to go inside bulbulaya oh all right okay so the guides are always available like you hire them and they just go with you and help you through it the guides are available before entering the bulbulaya you cannot uh, go inside and the guides are available inside 
right okay. once you are inside you are on your own if you don't have a guide right <laughs> and uh, about rumi darwaza i think uh, so whatever i've read about it it's pretty huge and i think it's done in uh, avadi architecture right yeah yeah so can you describe it to us a little bit rumi darwaza was built by asaf uddaula in 1784 okay and it it is like a, it is like a 60 feet tall statue not oh. a statue is like a 60 yeah. feet tall darwaza darwaza mm mm-hmm. it, it it has it is said to be completely in nawabi and avdi culture like this information is amazing i i know this means that it is it is made on mughal architecture right yes yeah all the details of the arches and all that yeah i remember so uh, what is a good time to visit uh, the bhul bhulaiya and the rumi darwaza or like which time of the day um the best time would be around 5 pm 5 pm okay that's the time where sun sets mm-hmm. uh that's the time you can actually see the beautiful architecture uh, hiding the sun behind it right absolutely you can actually see the sun light coming from the architecture and like the rays falling from the beautiful rumi darwaza right. that's the best time to actually see the rumi darwaza great so our mornings are sorted uh, with nehari and a lot of other things that you told us about and uh, mm-hmm. evenings are sorted with the little heritage walk and all of that so what can we do uh, during uh, you know the noon uh, do we have any like cool places uh, any green spots to visit yeah definitely um one is eco garden eco garden okay yes eco garden was made by mayavati uh uh-huh. and uh, this place is actually uh, it, it was actually made to preserve the plants the wild if not the wildlife the plant life which were actually being eradicated due to all these developments in the society okay all right so uh, the best time again uh, i wouldn't suggest you to come out to explore lucknow in the noon uh, especially because it's it's a lot of heat in lucknow yeah Lucknow temperatures can go around forty-five degrees in the noon. Right. If you are here in the sun. So again, the best time for this is also in the evening. But if you want to travel in there, you can go. Okay. All right. Uh, so what else is there in Eco Garden? Um, Eco Garden is like a very big place, and people come there to mostly do photography. I mean, I have seen people who do YouTube videos. there people come there and make a beautiful they do pre wedding shoots there and a lot of people because it's a very beautiful place to just come out and see the environment because if you can just imagine opening your eyes and see nothing just beautiful architecture that's what eco garden is that's great So you said there's a lot of wild wildlife that is preserved. So does it also have uh, like ponds or a little bit of water bodies, fountains, anything of that sort? Yeah. So the whole eco garden has around four to five uh, um, water bodies or the water fountains, which like covers all eco garden. And the one which is in the middle of eco garden is like a very big water fountain. Okay. And at the night. it's close with beautiful red and blue lights it's it's like a beautiful scenario mm amazing 
So uh, tell us about uh, like like something that you uh, you know that you usually do in the eco garden. Do you have a memory there? Do you visit your with your family? Family is also fine, uh, but I generally visit eco garden with my friends. Okay, and what do you guys remember do there? this? That uh, when I got my first DSLR, uh-huh. I uh, called up my friend and just went over there. Okay, and we we take like some great shots because. we had those uh, blur lenses i mean the lenses 55 to 250 mm lenses which you can actually really blur at the background and which the photo looks very beautiful so we tried and experimented with the camera over there that's great it sounds fun and that that's that's how basically lucknow lucknowites actually spend their time with friends i mean yeah. i am a i'm a 22 year old guy and that spend my time with friends absolutely yeah that makes sense if you actually want to try out a really good park i would suggest you to go for, go for janeshwar mishra park janeshwar mishra park okay um janeshwar mishra park is one of the most biggest park in entire asia oh wow okay that's mind blowing actually i think it was uh, um it is around 376 acres of land okay yeah i mean you cannot walk the janeshwar mishra park alone in a day <laughs> right. i have tried it okay and you you were not able to complete it obviously i was not able to complete <laughs> it it's so big right well that's amazing that's an amazing thing to learn about lucknow <laughs> so where else do we go in lucknow I just recall it is claimed to be Asia's first largest garden. First largest garden. Garden. Okay. Wow, that's And amazing. It has a really beautiful um, pond covering all the Janeshwar Mishra Park wow. inside the park. I uh, I have a memory again again with my DSLR and my friends that uh, and also the best time to visit this garden is again in the morning. All right. So uh, around eight a.m. we went there. Uh, okay, before I uh, go to tell you about Janeshwar Mishra Park, if you are awake in the morning and if you want to explore Lucknow, you have to try Sharma Ji ki chai. Sharma Ji ki chai. Okay, that's on yes. soulful. <laughs> Because Sharma Ji uh, has made a name for himself, yeah. and his chai is like the hangout place for. all i i mean in quotes all the lucknowites okay there wow is not a single person in lucknow mm. i can bet you on this that he or she hasn't uh, went to sharma ji ki chai and had it had the chai okay because it's too famous in lucknow i mean my grandfather used to tell me that i think uh, he puts a fame in it and i don't know why <laughs> i don't know i think whatever we cannot <laughs> decipher we just take it, it to the other level yeah <laughs> actually people just crave for it it's Absolutely. the best place to have chai in lucknow that's okay. what people say that's and great. if so, you are in um, if you prefer sharma chai um interesting fact that they don't have uh, triangular samosas there they have round and that's the only place you will find round samosas okay. round samosas and they have the same uh, filling India, that samosas you will do. not find uh, yeah they have kind of a different filling also but okay. the shape of uh, samosa it's uh, special to them 
they haven't patented but nobody goes for uh, trying around uh, samosas so uh, tell me about this uh, what is a uh, like how do people usually commute uh, within lucknow and how can uh, how can we as tourists approach lucknow how can we come there the best way is to get a bike according okay. to me because okay. local transport is good bus and auto is available but still uh, lucknow can places are far off okay i mean around 3 kilometers 4 kilometers or 2 kilometers generally where you can if if you are a tourist you'll prefer uh, going to places fast easy and cheap rather than spending your time over there and money so yes. i think renting a bike would be a very economical option at the same time it will also save you time so renting a bike or a cab whatever is comfortable to you you can do that okay and renting a bike is easy no problem yeah it's very there there are a lot of rental shops you can just google it and then you can have a quick uh, view or talk with the owners okay great and uh, how do we reach lucknow from uh, you know other states or countries okay so um, there are there is an international airport in lucknow so uh, flight from dubai and australia or singapore come to lucknow but uh, generally people uh, do is come to lucknow from delhi okay so uh, okay i'm really curious to know one thing like you said that you know the language of people in lucknow when the way they talk the tehzeeb all of that is very authentic mm-hmm. to lucknow so i want to ask you something about growing up in lucknow uh, you know a little bit about how that was and what should uh, like if i'm coming as a traveler as a tourist what should i absolutely not miss to see and experience the real lucknow life well the food and that's how basic you can get if you want to explore lucknow if you want to actually see the real lucknow mm. you actually have to sit with people who are having sharma ki chai Mm. and have a word with them because okay. people who are in the morning coming mm. to have the first tea of the day they are the ones who can actually tell you the real deal about what's going to happen or what's going on in the city yeah because every day is a new day for the city and every time there is a new socially dependable thing which people do um, it can be anything it can be a case it can be a real uh, a real pandemic or anything which is going down in lucknow for example there are a lot of riots in north india right? yeah and uh, lucknow being the capital of uttar pradesh um, happens to be a place for a lot of gangs at the same time a lot of politicians yeah. at the same time a lot of businessmen at the same time a lot of people in general so if you want to really get deep and actually see what exactly is going on in lucknow go with absolute courage and talk to people who are actually uh, uh, sitting in sharma and having their chai in the morning okay that sounds great uh, is there yeah. a, like can you tell me some local language of lucknow i mean some words that only lucknowis use i use that a lot okay. and that is bhokal bhokal Yeah. have you heard it no what does it mean um bhokal is like swag okay so how do i use it I, i'll I just it? i'll just give you an example yeah. right if you if you do something uh, like 
really great like if you're on your fleek i would say tumhara to bahut kaal hai oh all right like, like you like you got swag all right yeah so okay. lucknowi logon ka bahut kaal hai oh, great <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, so Siddharth, since you know Lucknow best, uh, do you have an advice for travelers who will visit Lucknow soon? Well, after lockdown ends, yeah, I would ask you to make sure uh, of your hygiene. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. hygiene is something which is really important. I mean, it's been important forever, but now it's the most important. Right. Please sanitize yourself, and wherever you go. it can be tunde kawabi it can be sharma ji ki or it can be any random point in lucknow or wherever else you are traveling you should actually see what people are using to make your food what people are using to have an interaction with you are their hands clean or not so if you really ask me i would like you to read my article on my website it says a lot about tips to travel after quarantine absolutely i think after this we'll all check it out uh, and that brings me uh, to this that where uh, other please uh, tell us about your website and we'll be sure to include the links uh, but tell us more about mm-hmm. your website and uh, where can we all uh, you know keep up with your adventures so um, my favorite place to hang out is instagram all right um, that is where i'm active most and that means i am just active 30 minutes of the day because i'm not a very big person on social media i don't know why i'm being a social media influencer i'm not a very big person on social media but still um right. i'm also i'm also uh, I like i'm using tiktok these days a lot um not to upload or whatever the cringe thing that happens i mean i stay away from that but yeah food has really brought a lot of character in me Yeah, at the same time my content great I mean, yeah before even recording this podcast i went to my email and saw this random pop up of this of someone said commented on on a on a video which i uploaded almost a year back mm-hmm. okay on youtube yeah uh, so my youtube is siddharth just my name okay and it was around it was around 708 views and i just checked it today it has around more than 6 lakh views wow i'm astonished by the fact <laughs> that other videos is just like 50 60 90 100 200 4000 4, maximum views but this video apparently got 6 lakh views well congratulations <laughs> thank you so on youtube you can find me at siddharth my website is siddharthblogger.com my instagram is siddharthblogger Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Maria, yeah, most important, my TikTok is foodie underscore Siddharth. All right, we'll be sure to include all the links in the description, and uh, I'm sure we can like we can all keep up with your with your adventures there. And let's hope you get more than six lakh likes or views <laughs> on your content. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you, Siddharth. Uh, you are a great conversationalist. I had fun throughout. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure. So with this let's just sign off and it was also my first time being a host. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned.
If you enjoyed my conversation with Siddharth and want in on more of such adventures, stay tuned to the India Cholo podcast. Do leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts on. If you want the original host to be resurrected, give us a shout out on our social media channels. We are on Instagram at India Cholo. We'll post the links in the show notes for this episode. See you next time.